On today's episode, we are grading your trades. You've sent us all of the trades that you want us to go through, so we're going to go through and we are going to break each trade down and talk about them in depth. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hello. And Simon Denny. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, and because we are doing a thousand trades today, we don't have a trade scenario week. We have literally. We have I thousands. thought it was a thousand and one. No, it's it's just like a thousand. A thousand we have we just so we have trades of the week, and we're going to do them all uh, during the episode. So instead, today let's talk about something that's been a little bit of a hot topic, you know, in the NFL news the last couple of days, and that is uh, Deshaun Watson. And I'll start by saying what I think. I I think that. Although, you know, technically it's news that there's a 24th or whatever person filing and, you know, I guess people are just realizing he's going to get suspended because I I thought it was common knowledge he was going to get suspended before now. But it seems there's been a little bit of a freak out with Deshaun Watson this week, I think just because he's been in the news more and his lawyer uh, decided to do some really interesting lawyer things, um, say some really interesting lawyer Some real things. shady stuff. So yeah. um, let's talk about that first. So, Simon, I think you're one guy that definitely has had some reactionary stuff over Deshaun Watson this week. So, let's, let's, so tell us how you think this has affected Deshaun Watson, and then tell us why. Uh, well, I'm not really sure I've reacted. I think it's kind of put it onto perspective for me because um, I think in the Browns contract that they offered him, it was pretty obvious that we – I mean, he wasn't going to be playing this year, but I don't think they would have offered him $230 million, right? Guaranteed, Correct, yeah. if they weren't pretty certain that he was going to be playing football in the near future. The only thing I am slightly worried about is when you do something this serious, is it really just going to go away, or is it going to be one of those things that just sticks around, and next year... You know, in the off season, coming up to the season, we're like, oh, we're gonna have Deshaun back, and we're still hearing about this, and it's like, is this gonna affect him for his whole career, and we're never really gonna feel secure in Deshaun Watson trotting out onto the field the next Sunday because we're worried that you know something else might come out because he's really stupid and he has done some bad things, um, allegedly. Yeah, right. Okay. Don't want to um, crap on the guy. <laughs> okay, but uh, I mean, I haven't you know plummeted in my rankings or anything like that but i have but moved him below lamar jackson kyler murray and joe burrow okay. because they were all in the same tier anyways sure so 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 in a startup draft you're taking all those guys for deshaun Watson. i right am now. yeah okay. and, and of course he's the you know the thing is i think once if we get to a point where it's like well deshaun is cleared of all charges he's back he's good to go and everyone is saying this is in his past and and it, at that point, let's say you know we get into the week, a couple weeks in the year, and it's obvious that he's good to go. And then it's like, all right, now I'll consider moving him up again. But when I say move him up, like we just said, it's the same tier. It doesn't matter that much, anyways. I just know if I had the 104 in a dynasty startup today, tonight, I wouldn't take Deshaun. So, Nathan, what are your thoughts? And has anything changed uh, with you and Deshaun Watson in the last couple weeks? <laughs> well, me and Deshaun are actually do we're doing a little bit better than uh, good, Simon. Good. And Deshaun, um, I I personally, you know, it, it's been a the, the 104 for me has been I'm not as opinionated as you guys always were when it came to Deshaun going at the 104 and you had to go Deshaun at the 104. Um, I think we all pretty much agreed on that, and I don't necessarily have a problem still with people going Deshaun at the 104 because I think it's 
reasonable with the amount of, with the fantasy numbers that he puts up year or annually. And my my problem <clears throat> is not necessarily the suspension that's looming. It is because let, let's be honest, the NFL, as sickening as it is, the NFL historically has shown that sexual misconduct committed by players in the NFL is not that big of a deal to them. There have literally been players that are in the NFL right now, successful players in the NFL that have kicked their wives, punched their girlfriends, et cetera, et cetera, and have, it, it, have done some pretty terrible things. And they, when it comes to domestic violence, when it comes to sexual misconduct, their suspensions are like always less than half a season. Correct. And when you gamble a thousand dollars when you're not even playing on the field, you get suspended for an entire season. Like so Calvin dumb, Ridley. man. It's to so, me, that's just that's, absolutely so sickening. And I'm not in charge of that. Um, so, and again, I'm not going to pretend to act like I, I know Deshaun Watson and I know the situation. Um, I can give you my opinion on that, but really it doesn't matter. So I'm not going to give you my opinion on that on this pod. I will say my opinion from a fantasy football perspective is if you're drafting Deshaun Watson at the 104, don't expect to be winning now this season. That is a heck no. of a risky pick. And he's young enough where you, I wouldn't say you would draft him expecting to be a win now team this season because he has a long-term contract. You're expecting him to perform later within the near future, but he is a risky pick. He has a ton of dynasty value because he has that upside. It's kind of like a, this is a little bit of a faulty comparison, but Christian McCaffrey is the same situation. Christian McCaffrey is still being drafted pretty high in dynasty startups as he should, because when he's healthy and when he's on the field, he is the best dynasty player in football on a week-to-week basis. But there's so much risk in drafting him. And I think the same goes for Deshaun. I really don't think it can get any worse than a Michael Vick situation, though. And Michael Vick was in jail for more than a year. He wasn't even practicing. Deshaun Watson has been staying fit this entire time. If he misses another half season, or even at worst, an entire season, which I see is very unlikely just based on the patterns of the NFL, I think he'll be fine. And he's... uh, He's very capable of coming back from 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 a dynasty fantasy football perspective. So that's my opinion on the matter. I'm not really going to give uh, what I think about the legal matters because I don't think that's my place, and I don't really think that's <laughs> no, anyone's and, place. And, and so, and, but and that's not really even the discussion yeah. because we're not playing moral cop. Right. We're playing dynasty. Right. And, and so, if your concern is what he's done off the field, I think again, like whatever. If you want, but like Simon, if you want to put Lamar. Over Deshaun, it's that's completely now, they're, they're, understandable. They're in the same. They're tier. in the same tier. Now, Joe Burrow, we do have in a different tier, though. I would change that. I would change that. I was talking to Simon about, Simon about that today a little bit. I think because um, we originally had Dak in his own tier, more, but yeah, Dak <laughs> Dak should still be in his own tier. Yeah, Dak was, belongs in his own tier. That was an executive so, decision there, but that, yeah, that was good stuff. But I guess I'll change it. Yeah, no, it'll it'll adjust as we go on, and we don't want to make like drastic adjustments that are just because we're bored in the off season. I mean, we did start this pod because we didn't want to be bored in the off season, but we also want to be reasonable. And I think some minor adjustments that we make in the top twelve when we still have the players in the same tier is very very reasonable, just depending on the extensive research that we've put into these players um, every week. So. Yeah, that's that's what I've got. So, do, are you guys ready to go into the trade scenarios of the week? The many trade scenarios. 
Yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit here, so we're going to try to get through all of yeah. them. And um, these were sent in to us uh, by guys in our leagues and um, also some people on Twitter. So if you did submit a trade, you are in luck, and we're probably gonna, we pretty much got every single one in here, and I think we'll be able to get through them all because we're just kind of going to rocket through these. Um, so we can just take turns uh, reading these off, and then we'll break them down. We can spend, I guess, however long we want to on these trades, and then um, we'll see how they all sort out. So let's go ahead and start in our leagues first. Um, JCJ, who, as we say, is a friend of the show, he sent us like six. So we're just going to rocket through all these. These are all quality trades. Um, and I think these are worth talking about. So let's start with the first one and then we'll rotate through about and run breeding these. Uh, so on our first trade here, um, Team A is getting Darnell Mooney, Kendrick Bourne, and a third. Team B is getting Jerry Judy. So honestly, like Judy and Mooney are not like light years apart. Uh, in the in our rankings, at least, right? I mean, where where do we have them ranked? Do you well, remember? we have we have Mooney ranked tied for twenty six, and Judy is twenty second in our rankings. And so the four Kendrick, spots apart. Kendrick Bourne is literally ninety third. <laughs> so so give me he's, so he's you know what literally in our irrelevance. You know what? And I like Judy right now as a buy. Give me Judy in this trade. Um, what do you guys think? I agree with you. I love we we've talked about this so much. We love Mooney. Like from 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 a value perspective in Dynasty, you really cannot get much better than Mooney. But if you're really flipping Judy to get Mooney plus Bourne, who's pretty much irrelevant, and a twenty three third, which has a little bit of value, I don't I don't really think that twenty three third is enough to make up for the gap between Mooney and Mooney and Judy. Mooney's upside can only be so high with the offense that he's on. Judy is literally playing with Russell Wilson, um, so. For me, g- give me Judy on either side, um, in my opinion. What do you think, Simon? Uh, well, to preface, I'm I'm a bit higher than Judy <laughs> on Judy than both of you, and by a bit, I mean a lot. Um, so uh, this isn't this isn't really close for me. The the third, I mean, as much as I value thirds, haha, sarcasm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I value the third, that that's not doing it for me. I, I'm going to take Judy there in in pretty much every scenario. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I agree. Nathan, you got the next one. All right. Uh, team A in this scenario is getting Brandon Cooks. <laughs> and Team B is getting Wandale Robinson and Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. We got a Wandale trade in here. Uh, way to get Brandon Cooks for free, right? Legit. You you literally just got Brandon Cooks for a third and a fourth round pick. Yeah. Essentially. What's Sermon worth? A fourth? <laughs> I wouldn't pay a fourth for Sermon. I, I, I don't think I'd pay a fourth gosh. for Trey Sermon. And Wandale's obviously worth a, a second, but yeah, I've seen him going third. <laughs> Break. I mean, Brandon some, Cooks seriously. Yeah, there's it's, uh, it's a no brainer. Uh, yeah, one. can can we touch on uh, Brandon Cooks here and where we have him in our rankings? Sure, go ahead. Because I think uh, Brandon Cooks, in our opinion, um, I, or at least in mine, is one of the most overlooked wide receiver twos in in the NFL. Uh, he is. We have him ranked overall as our 37th wide receiver, and keep trade cut, um, according to our cross reference buy sell tool, literally has him 46th. So so nine spots below us. Um, the official ADP website that we use um, is a little bit more reasonable they they well not just a little bit they agree with us they have him at wide receiver 37 which i wouldn't even have a problem having him higher up than that 
uh, and we use GLF ADP. So yeah, we use GLF ADP. So um, yeah, it it to me is no question. Brandon Cooks is great value. What do you yeah, think, that's insane. He's a buy anyways, but you literally get him for. <sighs> yeah, yep. We don't even have to talk about it anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm. Well, just, what, Ooh, mm, what does this person uh, see? <laughs> Sorry, I I'm like a broken, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like a broken Nathan. record, Woo! literally. What what does Wando Robinson offer? Like other than double the little bit of Tony, but if not Wando Robinson was in issues. the twenty three class, he would be a nobody. Yeah, but a nobody. But 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 Kadarius Tony, but Wando is Kadarius Tony without character issues. You've heard it. Yeah, well, have you not seen Twitter, Nathan? Okay, well, Wanda Robinson didn't go in the first round. I, I'm, that's sarcasm. Yeah, no, no, I, I do. Yeah, no. yeah. No, I, I agree. We, I think we're all agreeing we're taking Brandon Cooks yeah. here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This isn't even close. Simon, you got the next one. All right, and in, uh, in this next one we have Team A getting Cam Akers and Team B getting Keenan Allen, the 207 in 2022 in a 23 second. Oh. Uh, from, I'm going to just say right away that I'm going to take Keenan Allen in the two seconds here. Um, I actually like we Cam Akers stop agreeing. as a value, but, you know, even if if this were even a second and a third, I'd probably lean Cam Akers, but because you get a 23 second and the 207 here, like, that's... The 23 second is, is popular anyways. Keenan Allen is a very productive receiver, and even though he's got some risk involved with him, so does Cam Akers. So, I mean, from on the risk scale, you're not moving that much further down, and in... The picks are nice. So here's my dilemma, though. A team that would be getting Keenan Allen would probably be a contender. I don't know, though. With those picks? Because but, I could but, easily, yeah, I could how, easily how, see Cam That's my problem, though. So those picks help you now. Yeah, exactly. So that's my problem, though. If, if you're not a contender and you're taking Keenan Allen, why are you doing that? And also, if you're not a contender... Why are you sending away picks for Cam Akers? Because I I could see I could see a rebuild team that owns Cam Akers that that has a really young roster. They own Cam Akers and they want out and they want to get the value that they can get from him before he absolutely flops and is worth nothing. Because that is a very very possible um, phenomenon that happens in. Uh, for the Rams this year. So if you're getting two seconds out of Cam Akers plus Keenan Allen, you can hold on to those two seconds for this season and next, which helps you continue to rebuild with probably better prospects. And then on top of that, you're getting Keenan Allen, who you can flip in the middle of the season to a win-now team who's going to give you more draft capital. I guess this would have to be, for me, a trade between two win now teams and I would take the Keenan Allen side here. But if there's a but if but really if there if one of these teams JC I don't know you would know but if there was one of these teams is a rebuild or a struggle team, I don't like either side on this. But no. but Acres is a risky bisky move for That's a rebuild the thing team. Is I, I hate to admit it publicly, but there's been some times where even on a rebuild, if I get a good offer, I'll take one of those older even older wide receivers and then just flip them mid season. Exactly. Because all of exactly a sudden all saying. of a sudden when someone's saying no, 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 no. Robert Woods is not worth a, a second round pick. You get in season, and someone's like, "Man, Robert Woods is putting up 13 points a game. I'll, I'll give you two seconds yeah. for him." That's or, true. Or Michael Thomas. There is, there is 
Keenan Allen is old enough, though. He's he's not. You no, know, I he's understand. Not, he's he's almost thirty, so he's old enough so, to where he, there's, it's possible he get he could get hurt. I mean, there's a, there's yeah, a, there's a little yeah. bit more risk there. No, you're when right. When you're trying to flip him than somebody like DeAndre Hopkins, even like I, th- I think with John, I mean DeAndre Hopkins, you could flip him before he even plays because he's going to be suspended. But still, I'm taking the Keenan Allen side here. I mean, it's yes. It, it, it just Kim Akers is is. A value enigma, like we talked about last week, but at the same time, you know, I do think Cam Akers. I think his value can be a little bit low at times. I do think now everybody is shorting Cam Akers, and I do think Cam Akers could at least put up some points next year. But that's neither here nor there. We're all taking the Keenan Allen side there. The next trade, uh, Team A is going to get Elijah Mitchell and Romeo Dobbs, and. Team B is getting James Conner and a 23-3rd. So Elijah Mitchell for or James, James Conner. Because, yeah, Romeo. How do you say his name? Romeo Dubs? 23-3rd maybe, maybe adds a little value. Those cancel. Romeo Dubs. 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 Yeah, like, like a W. Nice. Romeo Dubs for a 23-3rd. Romeo Dub-Dub. I don't know his name, so that means he's worth a third. Um, so Elijah Mitchell or James Conner. Um, well, let's refer to the rankings. Who do we have <laughs> higher? I'm pretty sure we have James Conner higher. Do we? Yeah, um, I'm almost positive. No. Oh, we have Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. We've got Elijah Mitchell at 24 and James Conner at 25, obviously both in the same tier, sharing the, sharing the same tier as Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, and CEH. Yeah, Avery, you have James Conner over Elijah Mitchell. You personally have Conner over That him. makes sense. Yeah, give me James Conner here. Um, and then also, you know, I think if I have to pick between Romeo Dubs and a, and a 23 third, I'll just take the pick. And the 23 class is deeper. I'll see who I get there. But honestly, since it's kind of a coin flip between the two, I've been a little bit more skeptical on Elijah Mitchell lately anyways. Uh, just seeing his usage rate over different downs has kind of concerned me. He's not being used on any of the later downs for the 49ers. He, he doesn't have a lot of draft capital. And I do like him, but but I think he's correctly valued. And with James Conner, I don't think there's a lot of competition for him in Arizona. Assuming he stays healthy, which he normally does, then he's probably going to be a pretty productive and he's got a decent contract situation. So it's kind of a toss-up. It's really close. I would just take James Conner. That's personal preference. Yeah, I'm taking James Conner too, um, which is weird because I should probably switch that in my rankings. But I, you, you mean Elijah Mitchell has Trey Sermon, who they spent whatever whatever on last year, and then they have TDP. And not, I'm not saying either of them are good running backs, and but there's also Debo. Who knows what role he's going to get? And and those yeah. are three sort of comp- competing backs right there. James Conner has. No one competing for touches. He has now, Eno Benjamin. Yeah, great Come point. On. on the Cardinals' offense, which we know is a high-scoring offense, and um, absolutely, yeah. If we're talking long term, who says Elijah Mitchell has a has more security long term? So I don't think so. I, I think I even Nathan? just talking through this now, I got to move him up. Yeah, nice. I think. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's funny. It, it's going to be funny. My answer because I do have Elijah Mitchell ranked. Uh, just a couple spots ahead of James Conner. Of course, obviously still in the same tier. I am a, I have been a known James Conner hater for so long, and I just can't get past the fact that he puts up numbers and he was a running back one last year. You're Good just, for him. You're jealous. Good for him. You have a big ego. Blah, yeah, blah. yeah. Well, for this trade, actually, this may be one of the only times where this is where third-round pick actually makes a difference for me. But I legit would probably – I'm legit taking the James Conner side because of the 23-third. And – Elijah Mitchell went in 2021 as a third round pick, uh, pretty pretty regularly in in dynasty start or in dynasty rookie drafts, and with the class of 2023, if there was any third round pick that was going to ever be relevant in a rookie draft in a 12 team rookie draft, Superflex, um, 
this this next class is going to be that class where thirds will have a little bit of value and there's probably a good chance that you're going to hit on a pretty solid asset in that round um in even yeah. like a middle to late round so you'd have to be win now definitely though if you're going james connor yeah i you, think because you, james connor only has a couple years left at yeah. most i think he's goodbye too you've got the next trade all right, uh, Team A is going to be getting Deshaun Watson, while Team B gets Rodgers, a 23 second and a 24 first. We've been seeing this a lot recently in a lot of trade scenarios and just uh, things going down in our leagues where the 24 firsts are starting to be flipped around already. So and what, the 25 first, first, which is dumb. This is, this is stupid. I don't, do we even have 25 firsts available? We do. We and need honestly, to like stop like, I think we, we can't. I think, we need I think to it should be that. a rule in our league where be, we can't. You can't trade can't picks trade three years down picks. the road. Yeah, we, we'll have to Literally decide that off three years down the yeah, road. But, but, but anyways, that's just a thought. Um, I haven't seen any 25 firsts in our league. This one's interesting. I think I haven't won. If you're win now, it's hard not to take Aaron Rodgers here, I think. Um Although I do think Deshaun Watson is worth this haul, and you have to also factor in that um, this works well for a win now team because you get Aaron Rodgers, and if he retires in two years, you have you a first you round replace pick. Replace him with that first. Yep. Um, and if you're not win now, you're essentially sending an old guy, and you're you're taking your 24 first and a, and a 23 second. So any anybody you would have picked, and you're going to have a top five quarterback during those years. Ugh. I, I just hate saying you're going to replace Aaron Rodgers with the 24 first because who is to say Aaron Rodgers is just going to happen to be yeah, replaced but, but by the that con- 24 first? The concept, you see the concept though, is like, there. I see like, what you're the saying. The picks he, are there to make up yes. for the age gap. Yes. Yeah. So That's not enough picks for me. For Deshaun? Aaron Rodgers alone is worth... He's still would worth, you pay two firsts for Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Yeah, so that's three firsts so in a second. And Deshaun Watson second is Deshaun. probably worth four firsts. Um, I would oh no, but I, mean, I don't but know. I mean, in your, in your rankings, first. though, you, would ever you only have first. them what five spots Who apart has now. Four first. Yeah, you, I, I know. You only have just, them four spots apart. And you I know. I know. I know. I, the thing is, if you offer me this for Deshaun Watson, I'm accepting it right now. But I think in two years, I'm like, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers. Th- this is just weird. If Aaron Rodgers plays like he has the last two seasons, then absolutely yes. You just start to worry. I don't know. I think I'll just. This is weird. You know I what? think I you got personal preference. Like I, I and I stand by it. It's hard to t- not take Aaron Rodgers as a contender. I'm going to take Deshaun Watson here. I, 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 I still would take him at the 104, and he's not really going at the 104 because you're sprinkling Jonathan Taylor in there. Not to mention you're sprinkling the Joe Joe Burrow stands in there typically, and you're also getting some people who want to stack with Jamar Chase if they're trying to trade up, or you're getting some Justin Jefferson guys. So typically, where Deshaun Watson's actually going is like the 106 to 108, and I really do think he should be going there. I think that's a very good value for him i think it would be hard for me to give up deshaun for this i think i agree with you there and honestly i'd rather just hold deshaun just i would so what do you think nathan yeah that's that's a good perspective i i respect both and i i go back and forth on this one as well i i really think that i own a lot of shares of aaron Rodgers a lot and i have actually never had the chance he's to a good own value deshaun watson in any league i have no shares of deshaun watson so i i don't know what it feels like to own him but <clears throat> Rogers is a really great value. I've gotten him for pretty cheap uh, multiple times as just a little little upgrade here and there where I don't have to give up much to upgrade at the quarterback position. Uh, however, again, like Avery said, giving up to Sean Watson is tough. That's That would be really, really tough for me. And I truly believe that if you're going Aaron Rodgers, you are going 
all out to win this season, and you've got your doubts about whether Deshaun is going to play the entire season, which is very understandable. He's not going to. <laughs> if, he, if he misses half the season, even though, like that could be the decider between you making the playoffs and you not. And all that matters, Avery knows this, all that matters in the regular season is just to make the playoffs. It doesn't matter what seed you are. It doesn't matter what your record is mm-hmm. in the in the regular you season. Give your, you give yourself a shot. the dang playoffs. You give yourself a shot to give win, and, a shot. And, it's, and it's equal. And you get in the playoffs, it's yeah, fair game. Yeah, and, and if you don't have Deshaun for the first eight games, then you may lose a few games. That could be the deciding factor between you missing and making the playoffs. Yeah, it, so. it just, and that's a lot of it is luck. Once you're in, it can yeah. just be luck. And, yep. if you, and obviously the skill is in building your team and the skill is in putting together a roster. But once you've done that and if you put yourself in a good position yeah then you got to have some luck I, on your yeah, side. yeah and i will say realistically once we know the Desha- the deshaun situation if he is not suspended that long there's no chance in the world this trade is going down yeah not at all like the, of all the times for someone to acquire deshaun watson now is still the time and this is what it's gonna look like yeah sure so. and I, I think i like it um all right our next uh two trades come from the kriegs who uh is another Active in our another dynasty domain league. Another dedicated yeah, niner. Uh, active DK Metcalf fan. Simon, you've got this next trade. All right. So this trade is Rondale Moore. Avery, that's one of your favorites. And a 23 second sure, yeah. for Kareem Hunt and a 23 third. So, uh, Nathan, how about you take this one? Okay, give me Rondell in the twenty-three second. Yeah, just because of the pick. Don't even right. Like, yeah, I'm there too. Because yeah. they're, they're about equal. We value stop wise. agreeing. We need to stop agreeing. <laughs> that that <laughs> second, we're gonna get some. But the second I'll is take so Kareem, much more valuable I'll than take, the third. I'll take Kareem over over Rondale by itself. But the second, but the, sec- is, the upgrade is yeah, worth it. Exactly. Yeah. There you I, go. I hundred percent agree with you. Uh, our next trade also from the Kriegs, uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. What sucks. was that noise? It was a big Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Don't stop. Oh my gosh. Big fat fart noise oh. for Dawson Knox. Uh, team A is getting Dawson Knox, Jamison Williams, and a 23 fourth. And Team B is getting Mark Andrews and a 20. What in the world? A third. A third. So you trade Dawson Knox and Jamison Williams for Mark Andrews. Cries. Are you kidding me with this? Dawson Knox, a guy who has pretty much no long-term value. The only Cries. He has a value right now because he's tied to Josh Allen, the best fantasy quarterback there is. And sure, he's going to probably produce, but he's not going to produce as much as last year. Yeah. He's not a serious – I mean, I don't think he's going to repeat as a serious red zone threat. He, that's pretty much where most of his points come from. So if he doesn't, he's screwed. And you're getting Mark Andrews the tight end one. Yeah, actually, this is funny that we have this under Kriegs because he must have taken the screenshot of this and put it in our other domain chat because this actually happened in my fifth domain league. Um, this team A was uh, Crooks, t- Crooks 24-23. He acquired the Knox, Jamison Williams, and 23-4th side, and Flatstar got Mark Andrews in the 23-3rd. Flatstar, kudos to you, Crooks. Oh, I'm sorry, it brother. It, no, no oh, I'm not even sorry. It hurts. My goodness. It's wrong. This is criminal. It hurt me to process that trade, not going to lie. No, it's criminal. We've had a couple really bad trades in some of our re- leagues recently where yeah. I've been like, I want to turn that down. I, I need <laughs> to deny this trade because it is criminal, but it's not collusion. It's just like, oh, this, that, yeah. that team is going to feel it in two years, but it's not cheating. It's not... 
Yeah, and, and keep let, tra- and keep it trade, just hurts. Keep trade cut is so bad that it's saying that some Sorry, of these. Sorry, that was loud. It yeah. was loud. Keep trade cut is saying that, that some of these trades are flipped in the opposite direction. Like they're saying that the the we person we think is getting a steal is actually losing this trade. That's how yeah. bad keep trade cut is. If you still, <laughs> it's like, crowdsourcing. It, it's it's literally crowdsourced, and we use it, but we use it to show how bad it is in our CRBST. That's literally what we use it for. We use it against people because people actually use it still. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because again, KTC is not, what the people think. We're not talking about this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I, let, let me just say, uh, this obviously, in our eyes, this is a steal. And in most people's eyes, this is a steal on the Mark Andrews side. But if you look at it, Jameson Williams is worth a first-round pick. Dawson Knox, some people would literally pay a first-round pick for Dawson Knox. The yeah. people that are high, so that is two first-round picks, technically. It, that Like, at best, that's two first-round picks for Mark Andrews, which if, if you think of it that way... I, that's, I guess, reasonable. I would still take Mark Andrews. If I was offered two first-round picks, I would hold on to Mark Andrews. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. goodness, I, I mean, Dawson Knox is worth a second. Jamison Williams is is a late first. All Mark right. Andrews is special. You've got the, Try not so. to cry through this next one, but you're, you've got it. I do? Why? Why do <laughs> I have to have this one? This is going to make you cry, guys. All right. The domain guys already know about this, but, man. Uh, team A... Gets Devontae Smith in a second round pick. Okay, okay. This I like where this yeah, is going. Devontae's goodbye. Team B gets T Higgins. Oh, oh what was that noise, S- Nathan? Simon's, <laughs> Simon's tearing up. I don't know if it's because of Nathan's noise or no. Yeah. Right, the, the noise was a choke up noise. I was choking up. Oh, it's definitely not what it sounded like. I'm sorry. This is boohoo. We I told Crooks this in the in the chat. He he could have gotten so much more for T Higgins here. T Higgins is worth so much more than this. Yeah, we like Devonta as a buy in the tw- in the second round picks. The twenty three seconds are not bad. Yeah, Cro- Crooks, we apologize if we uh, like cause you to. But you know what? No, I don't. Smith this highly. Keep trade cut says that he's winning this trade. Yeah, this is what you get for using keep trade cut <laughs> instead of us. Yeah, instead of dynasty. I, I don't understand how. That in any world is possible. That Can, let's do a poll on Twitter and second. see how lopsided right this now. is. Put I'm doing it, it right do now. It, do it right now. So, guys, when you see this poll, know that yeah. we did it live we on did the it pod. Live on the pod, and by live we mean we're posting it later, but we're doing it now. We're, wait, um, are, we, are we twittering it? Yeah, yeah right I'm now? twittering it. Twittering did you it? not just hear what we said? Uh, slightly. I I just assumed. I have like points where I zone out for like two and a half seconds, and then I just miss something, but I'm I'm all in. I'm I'm back in. You're such so a I, dip. I know what you That's said. ridiculous, man. Uh, Simon, you've got the next one. Can you can you? Oh, I can I can tweet and talk at the this same time. This is a time. hefty you know one. I like this one. Let's do it. So this came from at uh, Dynasty Ballers on Twitter. Yeah, nice. big. Oh my, this is big. Wow. Someone say it. Um, don't say it. Wow. Team A is getting Jonathan Taylor, nice. Garrett Wilson. Sweet. A 23 first. Excellent. And Aaron Rodgers. Awesome. Okay, oh get out gosh. a pen and write that down. Jonathan Taylor, Garrett Wilson, 23 first, Aaron Rodgers. Good, 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 good. Team B is getting Justin Herbert, My guy. Trey Lance, oh. Travis Etienne. Give me the Jonathan Taylor side every day of the week. I'll tell you why. I love Justin Herbert. I do. And honestly, like, if you're, but when you're talking about, like, where Jonathan Taylor and Justin Herbert are going in startup drafts, not all that far apart. They're both going in the first probably seven picks. It's somewhere in there. Justin Herbert's pretty much always going in front of Jonathan Taylor at this point, as he should be. But at the same time, let's go ahead and call those about equal. They're both first round for seven startup picks. So then you have, okay, Aaron Rodgers and a first, or Trey Lance. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and a first. And then Garrett Wilson versus Travis Etienne. 
I mean, it's it's the wide receiver call sixteen for like the running back sixteen. It's yeah, interesting call, call it a wash. So so then then it's pretty easily team A. It's pretty easily the Jonathan Taylor side. I'm taking Garrett Wilson over Travis Etienne, but I mean, you get you get a quarterback that's going to at least semi compete with the production of Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers. Justin Herbert's obviously going to outproduce him, but you know Aaron Rodgers is going to put up points this year. Yes, uh, you're getting the running back one. Yes, clear running back one. There's nobody close. Uh, and then you're getting, in my opinion, the best wide receiver prospect in this class, and you're getting future draft capital on 23 first. So you are winning now with Jonathan Taylor and Rodgers. You are winning in the future with Garrett Wilson and a 23 first. I like Justin Herbert, but Trey Lance and Travis Etienne, while they are elite assets and they have elite fantasy value, they're just not my favorite, you know, dynasty. And I think I, I think dynasty value, and I think the other side just outweighs it. Tell me what you guys think, though. I would pair it a little bit differently, okay? So, um, are you taking Jonathan Taylor or Trey Lance plus ETN? Lance and ETN. Yeah, Lance and ETN. Okay, are you taking Garrett Wilson, 23 first, and Aaron Rodgers or Justin Herbert? Uh, uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll take top. Yeah, I'll take Aaron Rodgers twenty three first. And that, it's, that one it's is close. close. That's close. really and I could that, completely see someone saying that Herbert way, though. That I can absolutely see someone taking Herbert Lance because he's ETM. the best player in this. Her- yeah. Herbert is one of the best dynasty assets in the <laughs> in fantasy football. A top three quarterback, and then we've got Trey Lance, who at this point is lower than he should be in the dynasty community because some anonymous idiot decided to say that Trey Lance sucks even though George Skittle uh said otherwise. Yeah. So it's just hard for me. That is but let, let, let me let me say the, the return no, the return you can get on Herbert Lance and ETN I do believe in the long run is greater than JT Garrett Wilson at 23 first and Rogers. I think that's fair. I don't, it, no, no, it's no, no, fair. No, no. I'm not no, saying any I, teams can be It's absolutely fair. It's completely fair. That that's my point. That's Calm my down. point. I'm trying to I'm trying to see it from the other side. Hey, we're disagreeing. This is because good. the Jonathan Taylor Wilson 23 first and Rogers. That is that is a haul when it comes to quantity, quality. Garrett Wilson, Avery, I do not care what you say. Garrett Wilson is a question mark, and Garrett Wilson could absolutely flop and crash and burn like. Everyone else, dude, in the New York played, Jets organization, he's just about as much as Trey Lance it, and Travis Etienne. Yeah. Yes, okay, but they're all question marks. Terry McLaurin, one, was a, one side has two question marks. Yeah, ex- well, the difference is Trey Lance is stuck playing for San Francisco for four years. We we established this last week or, or two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he's right. And so Etienne is a pass catching running back. So. I mean, you're, talking, uh, you're just talking about straight, so, straight risk. I mean, they have just about this, as, I'm with um, as, Nathan much, here. as much risk. While, okay, I'm not even saying I'm taking Team B. I have not even said who I'm taking. I'm taking Team I, B. So, I'll so say don't it. trash me because I'm not even saying who I'm taking. Team A is so attractive to me. JT, Garrett Wilson, 23 first, and Aaron Rodgers. And if I'm winning now, gosh, if I'm, I'm winning taking, now, I... I don't want Garrett Wilson. The, the on Justin a Herbert team. thing is killing me because I feel like we're overlooking the immense value that Justin Herbert has. I don't think we are because I do think Jonathan Taylor is Jonathan at least Taylor's a comparable asset. Va- yeah, he. Yeah. Well, no, he's, he's not, not comparable. He's not comparable to Herbert. No, you're he's okay, comparable to Lance 
and ETN combined. Oh, I mean, because ETN and startups, uh, Lance mm. Lance in startups is going at the two three turn. So hang on, there there there. Believe it or not, it's not the majority, but there are drafts where Jonathan Taylor is going above Justin Herbert. They're, yeah, they're being taken in the stupid. same in the same like four picks. No, but it's stupid. Haven't we all agreed that Jonathan Taylor shouldn't be going to like one oh one oh five one oh six one oh five or six. And Justin Herbert's going at the one oh three. So yes, that's three, big. That's it, big. Yeah, but that's it's, that's it's, one of the three stud. Studs of dynasty football versus Jonathan I Taylor. I understand. I'm guys. I'm. I honestly, Justin Herbert's I like honestly think I would take girl. Justin Herbert over Jonathan Taylor yeah. in 23 first. And again, the, yeah, this is all in theory. No, it, I can. I can that. say I'm taking. No. I can say I'm take taking Team B. But realistically, if I'm offered JT Garrett Wilson at 23 first, 23 first is a big deal for me too. And then Aaron Rodgers, like. I might have to bite on that. The 23 first I'll is coming definitely from somebody take, who's taking especially, Trey Lance and Travis Etienne. I'm not expecting them to finish yeah. in the top four this year, so that's going to be 101 and the 108 and one of the deepest draft classes that we've seen in a long time. So you're going to contend with Taylor and Rodgers. You have mm-hmm. a young stud where there is risk, obviously, but you're you're also shipping risk because you have to think. I mean, if you're going to acquire risk, how much risk are you sending away? There is not as much risk in Trey Lance. Probably uh-huh. not as much risk in Travis Etienne, but combined, the risk factor is about the same as Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think Garrett Wilson is all that risky. I do think he's a good prospect. I believe in him, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. The risk factor is about the same. So you're competing. You're f- basically yeah. when it comes it's, to it's assets, a wash the risk, on risk, the, the risk, on risk the and then you're going to get a top probably eight, eight or nine pick in the yeah. 23. Yeah. Draft. If you're looking at risk assets, so take the risk assets away. Garrett Wilson, 23 first for Trey Lance and Travis Etienne. So really, if you narrow it down, non-risk assets, it's JT and Rodgers or Justin Herbert. JT and Rodgers. On a contending team? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's yes, that's no, you're right that's there. two top assets. But I will heavily one. no. That's but that's not even close because I'm easily taking Trey Lance and ETN over Garrett Wilson in the 23 first. Yeah, and even Avery, even when I paired it a different way, like you had a well, hard. They're worth you, more than you that. Obvi- yes. You said you said right away you're taking Lance and ETN over JT pretty easily, and then you said barely taking Garrett Wilson 23 first and Rogers over Herbert. So if you put those two together, that means that Team B is barely winning but yeah it's close maybe. yes it's close but yeah you're still preferring team a yeah. which is fine yeah and oh gosh that gives, we're, it's, we're it's, beating it's, the dead horse because i'm literally it's a clear, I'm just talking we're not beating the no, dead we're sorry, not this beating is what we're horse. supposed to do it's a yeah. it's a clear path to win now it's a clear path to have some future upside but why is it not win now justin herbert no was, that's what i said it is they're both win now Eh, I don't Rogers know. Rodgers and JT. Team A is Team A is much a is more, more win now. Trey Why Lance not? And Travis Etienne haven't really haven't really played yet. So like there is yeah, a lot yeah, of but, risk with Travis Etienne if, right but now. But if Trey Lance is playing, isn't the whole thing with him is that he's like pretty clearly a top has potential to be a top five scoring QB. If yeah, but if you're he's a win, like Justin, yeah, J- he's like if, Jalen Hurts, but on a better offense. But if you're a win now team, but, why would you say I'm going to go get two quarterbacks, one of which is a huge question mark, plus a running back that hasn't even played? Yes, I understand. Or let me go win now and get the RB one, but and this the is the most proven, one of the most proven quarterback assets in dynasty. Now, but this is get younger one hundred one. The, the one this is my dynasty team is old. Get younger one hundred one. But. The only, the only old guy in too. here, though, is Yeah, Rogers. I know, but I'm saying we're picking up three, like, two guys who are viewed as cornerstone. Justin Herbert is already a cornerstone asset. A lot of people view Trey Lance as that guy. Travis Etienne last year was viewed as possibly being that guy versus Jonathan Taylor. Aaron Rodgers is kind of on the cusp of that. Like, he's he's on the back end of, of yeah. 
desirable now for in a lot of people's eyes. Like we, but we all, all three of us know that a lot of people are like tossing Aaron Rodgers out there. And now. we have him above Trey Lance. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How many Garrett years Wilson is on the Jets. That's all I need to yeah. say about him. And a 23 first doesn't help you this year. But but okay. But Garrett Wilson being on the Jets, you I and mean, that's true. But that doesn't mean he's not worth anything. No, he's I, a no, very I know, good I know, I know. He he and was he going easily. I mean, he could produce a long term. Yeah. No, you're right. He was going early half of the first round I this year. Where, I, Absolutely. So I, I don't see where the the Garrett Wilson is. Uh, I mean, I guess the Jets are risky. But like, I mean, I thought we all agreed Garrett Wilson's a pretty good prospect. Yes. Oh, he's, no, we he, all agree. We all have him ranked as the no, best I'm not, receiver. No, I'm not. I'm not trashing him at all. And I think his upside is still like. I very I think he's very high upside. Yes, and if Zach Wilson hits, guess who else hits? Yeah. Garrett Wilson, and that's yes. great. And I think even if Garrett Wilson doesn't hit, like I think there's an equal, I think there's an equal likelihood that Travis Etienne doesn't hit. Travis Etienne, I mean, quite frankly, James Robinson's still there, and he, James Robinson isn't worthless. He's playing for the Jaguars, which I mean, if you want to talk about you know playing for the Jets, playing for the Jaguars is about the same thing. Travis Etienne is a good prospect, but Garrett Wilson was also yeah, a good prospect. Yeah, the difference is running backs are much more likely on to bad produce team. on a bad team yes. than a you're, wide receiver. You're you're right, but it just and like I said, the twenty three first kind of comes really in and helps value. that a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that that kind of takes away some of the risk that you're acquiring with Garrett Wilson. Yeah, so I love that trade though. It's it, a good trade. It's a fat boy trade. You do not it's see a, those it's very a close often. Trade. It's but, a close trade, but like man. I do think that. If if it is if it is any quarterback below Justin Herbert, I'm hands down taking Team A. Justin Herbert is the last guy of those top three quarterbacks that we have ranked. Where like I'm this a, is I'm a Justin close. Herbert stand. But and, if and if this is like Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, any guy after Justin Herbert, QB wise, I'm absolutely taking Team A. And this is, you know, this is the one advantage for Team B here is that they are getting two quarterbacks in a superflex league. That's a that's huge. That's a big that's deal. Massive. Two young quarterbacks. Yeah. One with risk. But you're getting I mean, that that is a that is a good deal. I don't like ETN in that deal though. I think if ETN was maybe who is the next person in our rankings above ETN? Um <laughs> Akers? No. Uh no. Antonio Gibson. Kenneth Walker. If it were Kenneth and Walker, Henry. listen, listen. Here's how close it is. If it were Kenneth Walker, I'd take the bottom. Okay. If it were Kenny huh. Walker, I'd take the bottom. Hmm. It's close. ETN's not doing it for me. because, And, and really, it comes down to risk. It, it, because I really do think they're equal risk there, it just makes me want to take the top side. But if there was less risk in taking the Herbert side, why wouldn't I take Justin Herbert? I love Justin Herbert. I yeah, love, I love we're getting so we're, we're getting you a jersey. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, getting you a Justin so Herbert cool. jersey. Yeah, that's a good trade. Dynasty Ballers, that's a good one. Yeah, good thanks for sending that one in. Job. I'm sure you enjoyed listening to that. Yeah, one. that was really good. He, he did send another one in, yeah. and it's yeah. a Trevor Lawrence uh, and Pat Fryermuth is what Team A acquires, and Team B acquires Noah Font, Jalen Hurts, and the uh, 2022 310. That is irrelevant. The 2022 so, so, okay. 310. So is yeah. nothing. so Trevor Lawrence and Pat Fryermuth or Noah Font and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Team A without a question for me. Yeah, because we have we have Lawrence higher than Hurts and Fryer with higher than Font. Yep. Simon, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah. That, so that's that's the side we we agree. We like Trevor Lawrence long term more than Jalen Hurts. We like Jalen Hurts this season. Um and then long term we also like Pat Fryermuth. And we also like Pat Fryermuth this season too. So uh I think that I think we were gonna take the Trevor Lawrence side there. Um all right, uh moving on, Logan at, who is at Lights Out 7 on Twitter sent us two trades, and we're going to go over those now. Nathan, you got the first one. All right. Um, at Lights Out 7 gives us Team A receiving Christian Kirk, Nick Chubb, and the 2023 first. 
Team B gets Chris Godwin and Elijah Mitchell. Christian Kirk, let me just be honest here about Christian Kirk. The only reason he is even dynasty relevant now is because of his stupid contract that he signed with the Jazz. I'm ready for this one. Let's tussle. That is just... That's not the only reason. Christian Kirk was not bad last year. Did you watch the Cardinals? Yeah, I actually watched a lot of Cardinals games. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I was I was baiting you into that. There, you saw it, Christian Kirk. Like, not he's a fine NFL receiver. He is. He didn't. He didn't do that bad last year. In dynasty fantasy football, and he's going to a team where he actually will be the number one receiver. Do you trust nobody else in Jacksonville? Do you trust starting Christian? Okay, we said that about Lavisca Chenault. Last no, we year didn't. And DJ I didn't Chark. say that about Lavisca Schultz. Okay, and, and DJ Chark. No, I, now, to, to me, now Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk is, is a better option than them. Do you trust starting Christian Kirk every single week? Yes, and in a flex spot I, in a twelve-team league. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Avery here. Absolutely. Are yeah. you serious? Is your last He's the QB flex one. As, I'm, I'm definitely not starting. You him have a young receiver. quarterback who is primed for a breakout year. They bring in a guy. They pay him a lot. They're clearly going to. The contract is not everything. Okay, and and you can bring up Kenny Galladay all you want. Oh, you guys getting paid? Enjoy Kenny Galladay. Well, you know what? Honestly, Wait, Kenny I think Galladay because Kenny Galladay got paid by the Giants. Oh yes, there and then, you go. And I then, was really so. It's a very similar going. situation, but it doesn't matter. Christian Kirk. I I mean, I do think Christian Kirk was productive last year. I started Chris Kirk, Christian Kirk last year with Kyler, and I actually had that stack, and that stack did well for me in the playoffs. I think Christian Kirk is a little bit underrated because he played with guys like DeAndre Hopkins, with guys like Zach Ertz. They have a pretty good skill position group over in Arizona. Now coming to a skill position group where their tight end is Dan Arnold, their wide receiver Evan Ingram, the wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I guess it, it, still the wide receiver two there is who. Zay Jones, Nathan. Nathan, it's your homie so, Zay so, Jones. And you expect Trevor Lawrence Chanel, at least to do to do at least. Did like, they draft someone? You think you think Trevor Lawrence is at least gonna is gonna take a step up this year, right? Yeah, he'll take a. step And you up. know how talented he is. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know how good of a prospect. Best prospect since Andrew Luck. I think it's and pretty, that's a fact. And I think that we can agree us. that Christian Kirk's probably gonna get the majority of the targets here, right? I was close. On, like I was thinking Christian Kirk and Nick Chubb, but okay. then I saw... You're, the, what you're saying is relevant. That's fine. Yeah, so I looking at this, Christian Kirk and Nick Chubb for Chris Godwin and Elijah Mitchell, I like, you know, obviously the Godwin side there, and that, but that you can at least talk about that. The, the Christian Kirk side gets a 23 first. You're yeah, t- I, I still think I'm taking Team A. Like, yeah. after ripping yeah. on Christian Kirk, I still think Ab- I'm taking absolutely Team A. Absolutely taking... We, Christian Kirk's a buy. Yeah, yeah it, we love Godwin. Look at his ADP. It could be Nick Chubb and then 23 first, or Chris Godwin and Elijah Mitchell. And I'm yeah, I, I'm I think probably I would take taking Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb and 23 first as much Nick as Chubb I love a, Godwin. Nick Chubb is a big upgrade over Elijah. Talk Mitchell. about underrated. Big, yes, very big. And Chris Nick Godwin Chubb. right now with the question marks, the ACL Someone obviously there. It. But even when he's like you know value uh, savvy, he's only still worth like a, a, a 23 first right now. And Chubb. And then you get Chris. No, uh, Godwin. Oh, Godwin. Nobody's, yeah, that's nobody's paying sad. two first. I mean, maybe a first and a second is what I think no, he should be that's worth. That's what he should but be people worth. People aren't paying that. Yes. And then you get Christian Kirk, who, if you look at his ADP, let's look at the CRBST real quick. It, I, I can't remember what his ADP is, but it's bad. Who, Godwin? No, Kirk. Christian Kirk, Nathan. <laughs> Christian uh. Kirk, oh, is, is wide receiver 47 in keep trade cut. And his ADP is wide receiver 47. Yeah. We have him as a hard buy right now. We have him quite a few spots higher than that check out the crbst on my locals yeah. page if you want to see that, pretty in, close. that in detail but yeah it's not that bad but even simon you have him lower than i do and i just ripped on him yeah yeah i think he's i think he's i think he's valued fairly in our model but in our rankings 
But I think even at that value, he even where we have him valued, which is higher than everybody else, I still think from a production standpoint, he's going to be a steal this. this. You're talking about uh, he's being valued in the wide receiver four range. I mean, that is crazy. That's, that's a for flex. A guy that Nathan, has, that's a for flex. a guy that has wide receiver low and wide receiver two upside. Correct, especially this year. So, uh, yeah, I think we're pretty easily. The 23 verse on top of that <laughs> makes it really nice. So uh, this next trade's awesome, though. Uh, lights out seven. Or Logan sent us this one as well. Uh, team A gets Matthew Stafford. Team B gets DK. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Team A gets Matthew Stafford and DK. Correction. Team B gets Stefan Diggs. Nick Chubb, Amon Ross St. Brown, a 23 first and a 2024 fourth. Whoa. So let's take out the fourth. So I'm going to side with the 2024 fourth right away. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Let, let's try to uh, Put condense this a little bit. So we're talking uh, DK. Yeah, this is Oh my close. gosh, this I'm taking Team B all day. Ah. Uh, mm. Uh, I actually, uh, Matt's no. <laughs> no I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing that. So funny. You're such a dweeb, dude. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> this is my. I don't know. My let's, let's, think of it, let's think of it this okay, way. Okay, Matt Stafford, flex. 23 first. M- Matt Stafford or a 23 first in Stefan Diggs. Uh, in Superflex, that's even even that's, then I have to take fair. Diggs in a 23 first. Okay, yeah, I think uh, so too. are you taking DK or Chubb and Amon Ra? DK. Yeah. Okay, so. So it's, that's what I'm saying. It's close. So here's a way. Yeah, here's a right. way I'm thinking about it. Um, so you're obviously taking Stephon Diggs over DK Metcalf pretty hard. Um, uh, we are. Most people aren't. Look at keep Stephon trade Diggs cut. is very. Stephon Diggs is very underrated. I'd say from a value w- perspective. Which one of us is going to do a short on Stephon? I want to. I okay, like, you I like got it. When I finish, you know. <laughs> you're going to be doing two Bills players. I know. I'm going to say I'm going to do the whole freaking Bills roster. <laughs> I'm trying to cough my lung up, but yeah. Um, this is tough. This is a very, I, in my opinion, this is a very even trade. Yeah, it's good, good stuff, guys. But you know what? If I'm a contender, I'm taking the Matthews Stafford side, yep. um, because Amon Ra, I don't think he's going to do a lot for a contending team this year. I, honestly, he was very, very target dependent last year, and you have Swift healthy, got or, or, or uh, Hawkinson healthy, and then James Williams coming in, and not to mention Jared Goff not being that great of a quarterback. I think his his impact for a, a fantasy team this year is going to be limited compared to the end of last year. I wouldn't expect that again. The 23 verse isn't doing anything for you this year. Stephon Diggs is obviously an upgrade from DK Metcalf, and Nick Chubb is probably going to be a high end running back. Two low and right running back one. Matt Stafford is going to produce. DK's probably still going to produce. Even though he's lower than he was and he should be lower than he was, it's hard to not take that quarterback, especially in a super flex league. Yeah, he's a top 12 dynasty quarterback. And Who it, doesn't view him as that? So... It, so that that to me is is saying that team A wins the wins the side for me because honestly if you're a in value, if you yeah. if if you're a rebuilding team you're not taking either side of these trades you're not taking Nick Chubb and Stephon Diggs here the picks work great for you so this is a, this is got to be a trade between two contending teams and I'm gonna take Matt Stafford uh, what do you guys think Yeah I mean if if you need a let's say you already have three quarterbacks. Like there's one there's one league where I already have Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, and Dak Prescott, and it's like, well, okay, then I'll ship away one of those quarterbacks. But in Superflex, even then, I want to pick up a crap quarterback on the way back. Like, let's say if I'm I'm sending away the Matt Stafford side, send me Jared Goff back or send me Carson Wentz back just so I have someone to throw in just in case. Um, so that's why that's what makes this so hard. Is I think if we're talking straight value. Stephon Diggs over DK, Nick Chubb on Amon Ra, 23 first, 
or Matt Stafford and you're like value wise that's a lot that's a lot for Matt Stafford but you're not getting a quarterback in in return and that's kind of holding you back the 23 first could be a quarterback that you get it in could a year, be in a, year. in a year it could be that's a that's a year long risk. It could be, but in Superflex, those quarterbacks are going early. So if it's not an early twenty three first, uh-huh. you're gonna have to trade up. Yeah, but a- so, so like, let's say you throw in Carson Wentz as garbage as everyone knows he is. Then I'm taking opinion. Team B. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that makes sense too because at least you're getting a quarterback. Yeah. Then you have someone yeah, to start. It, in your, it does seem, yeah, it, you're right. man. It does seem tough, and that's I, not that far off. There, yeah. Rarely do I see. QB trades happen when there's not a QB downgrade for one side yep. and a QB upgrade for the other. I don't want to just send away a QB and not get one back. Yeah, because they're so, so rare. Even if it's a huge overpay. Like, that's why I'm saying Justin Herbert or Jonathan Taylor. I'm taking Justin Herbert because yeah. I need you need that yeah, quarterback in sure. Superflex. No, which, I'm which, taking Justin Herbert. Which we, yeah, I know I'm saying, but like yeah. we were just talking about that. Yeah. You need, sorry. That's the thing, though. This kind of makes me think, though, with, with, with your reasoning there, like that makes me think that maybe Team B is just stacked at QB, and he's like, I can kind of afford to let go of Matt Stafford, which means he must have some really, really good high end quarterbacks, True. and then a solid mid grade QB as I well. Think even if you've got high end quarterbacks, getting rid of Stafford's like, stupid. But a contender, though, I I can easily see a contender gunning for Stefan and Chubb. And even Amon Ra as a as a flex option if he needs to as, nah, as insurance. I don't I don't see that. I I, I get Chubb and Diggs because but not DK, Amon Ra and a twenty. DK is not outproducing Stefan. No. And Team A is losing a running back. Running backs in the long run don't matter, but if you're a contending team, running backs heck heck yeah they matter, and you'll pay the price for Chubb. Are you guys taking Christian you know? McCaffrey or Marquise Brown Davis Mills in a twenty four second? Am I Christian McCaffrey or what? Davis Mills, Marquise Brown in a 24 second. Um, give me CMC. Okay. Just, yeah, just, give me just, CMC. Just, just a random question here. Yeah, I'll, I'll take CMC. Okay. Um, Awkward silence there. Sorry. Uh, let, let's move on unless, Simon, you have anything else that you want to say on there. No, I don't. All right, our next trade comes to us from Benny P sixteen from Twitter at Benny P sixteen at Benny P sixteen. Sorry, I forgot the the P underscore sixteen. Okay, will you shut up, Simon? You've got it. All right, anything to get Nathan to stop talking. (laughs) Yes, Nathan at Benny P sixteen. Oh my! Uh, (laughs) Team one is getting Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, TDP and Darnell Mooney, and he's sending away Drake London, Irv Smith. A 24 first and a 23 second. So, um, what are we? We're talking about all of these in Superflex, and that that makes young. a big deal, right? Yeah, because you got two quarterbacks here. Yeah, Team exactly. A is literally getting two quarterbacks. Oh my god! Uh, for for what? Yeah, just I, this for is why? really confusing. For uh, why? This is why really is confusing to me because I really do think this is a fairly even value wise trade, and they're all young players. Um, Man, just give me. I guess off the top of my head, then just give me it's, the give me the quarterback. You think it's all, fairly even? All day, give me the quarterbacks. This yeah, I'm thinking even the, close this, for is, me. this is not this close is not to not me close. because, um, Kay. even even though Mac Jones is not a fantasy stud, he's a quarterback. He's going to be around for a while. Who do you want, Mac Jones or Drake London? Uh, probably Drake London by a little bit, right? But but then there's Zach Wilson. Who do you want, Zach Wilson or Irv Smith in a 23 second? I'm just I'm just throwing these all together randomly. 
I'll take I'll take Zach Wilson. TDP and Darnell Mooney are twenty four first. Easy Darn like I don't I don't really want that twenty four first right now anyways. So I mean I don't doesn't really matter how you pair this to me. I'm getting two quarterbacks and not sending any away. The the biggest thing I'm sending away is Drake London, who's not gonna do much for me this year. Mm, yeah. why, and why? I do have to shout someone out because Gamma Juice, as unsufferable as you are, yeah, he's unsufferable. You made a really I good like point, you, Gama. You made Shut you made up, a really baby. you're such a you're such a butt man. Yeah, I, can't I know. Even, Thank you for saying it, so no, I didn't have we to. Get a, said it we a lot get meaner along. ways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we get Shut along. up, Nathan. Um, Drake London. As as much as I think he has the possibility to be a bust, Gama, you said that his value is extremely insulated for this next next year. All because what happens receivers. if he has a rough year and only puts up 550 yards and four touchdowns? He gets a new quarterback the next year. Yeah, and everyone is going to be up in arms about you know Drake London is going to finally reach his potential. His value really can't go down. Honestly, I could see it going up. Because it's going to be like, look what he did with, look, look what he did with Marcus Mariota as his, as a quarterback. What's he going to do with a good one? Yeah. No. Okay. I I guess I agree. It's a super flex league. Give me the two quarterbacks. There you go. Uh, Brian H. Fantasy Football sent in a trade. Uh, at okay, Nathan at Brian H. Underscore FF. There you go. Is that, is that better? I'm going to mute yes. your mic. I literally I'm about to press well button. Oh, um, do it. Capital B. Keep talking, Nathan. No. Do it. Keep talking. No. Keep talking, Nathan. What was that? He's talking, by the way, oh, guys, right what? now. What, Nathan? What was that? So yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Keep being annoying and see if I won't unmute your mic tonight. Uh, Brian H. has Davis Mills to going to Team A, and Team B is getting a 23 and a 24 sure. second. I unmuted Nathan, it. Nathan, you're I unmuted. I heard that. Oh, Idiot. Muted again. Nathan, who do you want? Davis Mills or a 23 <laughs> and 24 well, second? I'm not allowed to talk anymore, so... Um, Davis Mills is a starting quarterback. Davis Mills. I'll take Davis Mills. Yep. Huh. Like, what the heck are the Texans going to do for the foreseeable future? No, well, Davis, they, they Davis, did get a lot of draft Davis picks, Mills doesn't so. have any, any really long-term value, in my opinion. I do mm. think that's true. But two seconds isn't going to do it for me. Like, there's there's just a lot you're of risk get picking in the second rack. If it were one first, I'd take the first. <laughs> Yeah, if yeah. Were, you're not going to get a one quarterback. First. You're right. You're not going to get a quarterback replacement. But since there's the not, yeah, since there's not a guarantee, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Since there's not a guaranteed pick replacement there that you know is going to, you know, supplement from losing a starting quarterback for a season. I just, just yeah, I don't really know what the point is with this. I don't even. Like even in a rebuild, uh, you're yeah. you're shipping off Davis Mills for twenty two seconds. Why not just wait till in season where you when you hope he does a little bit better, and then ship him off for more? I don't know. I, that's yeah, just like, why I understand would, what you're saying and honestly there's a part of me that's like I'm even getting a 23 second for Davis Mills that's great but then it's like I don't know I don't know I think I'd probably do this though you you would take the second I probably would like really? and, and I have one I have a team that's rebuilding it's not right? a wrong answer I don't think. I do have I have a team that's rebuilding and I have Davis Mills on that team it's just hard I might me. actually be in our, it's our main me, like, domain league with Davis and Mills, I would do that when Davis Mills being young like there is still a chance that, uh, bear with me there is still a chance Davis Mills isn't terrible. Yeah, and but what's and he stays his... there. And if yeah. and if he's not bad, then I mean, you know this he is could be the next Tom Brady. This is a, well, I don't think that at all, dude. He's but you seen his neck? He's this a Stanford is, bro. Guy. He's like Mike Lennon. This is 2. and I'm 0. talking like a very very small percentage wise. But there's also it, I think the chances that you're going to get a stud in one of these second rounders is also very very small percentage wise. So like if I'm a rebuilding team, I'm also my I also might be thinking about t- just taking my chance on Davis Mills. Davis Mills isn't a bad guy to have on a rebuilding team because he's a guy with some upside. He's a guy with some potential, and he could his value could go up. And his nickname is awesome. 
Is it really? Dougie Mills. What? That's, yeah. That's no legendary. way. Yeah. That's actually a thing. Yeah. Dude. He was on Pat McAfee show last year. No way. Dude, yeah. Pat McAfee, That's shout cool. out Pat and the boys. They, I know you're they listening listen to the right show, now. and it's, yeah. it's just we're, we're friends of the show, obviously. Also, uh, big, big, uh, They're big, everything big we note be. for Davis Mills. He's a Stanford guy. Yeah, big ups. He's super smart, and uh, he, he's like Andrew Luck smart. If, if, if any of you guys who watched Andrew... Uh, can, oh, you Why does this matter so right now? Yeah, big ups. He went to Stanford. I'm just talking because, because you, you like guys to are being something. annoying. You want me to mute you again? Stop. <laughs> Our next trade comes Oh, I like this guy. He's cannot, really fun. From Spence. Cannot. And, which is at JTRB1 on Twitter. We see him a lot, so thanks for being cool. There's you are where you just muted Simon. Oh, I muted Simon. Uh, the Team A is going to get James Conner, and Team B is going to get CEH and Dearness Johnson. I really don't think Dearness Johnson does a lot to move the needle in this trade. So it's CEH or James Conner. And I'm probably going to just take... Yeah, yeah, say it. Say it. James Conner. Oh. Nathan. Hmm. 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 Uh, C H. Big if he's on the field. He played 13 games this first season and 10 this last season. Hopefully, it's not seven this next season. Um, he puts up numbers when he's on the field. James Conner puts up more. Okay, we so know Nathan's definition of puts up numbers because he says Derek Carr puts up numbers. <laughs> no, no, Hello. dude. James James Conner. Or, or sorry, C-E-H, yeah, he puts up more than dude, zero. CEH's game log. You want to find out yes. his fantasy C-E-H's points per game, Nathan? CEH. Because I can pull it up. It's already up, actually. As a matter of fact. I literally hate both of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I'm going to leave. Uh, CEH. Game, <laughs> game log. I'm not actually going to leave. No, we don't need to hear his game log. I can give you his fantasy points per game. Okay, great. And Please don't leave. Thirteen point five <laughs> fantasy points per game in his rookie year, and 11.8 last year. Let's pull up James Conner real quick in this last season. A lot more. That's why I said I said I'm taking James Conner. Oh, you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I said C. Never mind. I love you. No, C. Are you taking James Conner? I'm taking James Conner. He put up (laughs) 17.2 points per game last year. I'm just saying C. Don't you just love James Conner? I think C. H. is a little bit I think he's a really good running back. Nathan, don't you? We have have him as a soft. C. H. is undervalued, and you... Absolutely want to flex him. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. As a flex option. Avery so, just flexed. No, I'm taking James Conner. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay. All right, last one. I'll Good job, me for no reason. At, what is this, prof temperature or pro F temperature? Professor. Professor. Te- pro- capital prof. P, professor. capital T. I can't talk. Uh, at prof temperature on it's Twitter. A big one. Thanks for No spaces really. or underscores. This is a big one. Uh, team A is going to get Dak Prescott and Kyle Pitts and Ramondre Stevenson. So this is essentially like you know the one. We'll call it the one eleven and the two hundred two or something like that because that's where about where they're going. This is a pretty common combination of guys you get. Uh, and Team B gets T.J. Hawkinson, Trevor Lawrence, and Javante Williams. So that's a second, uh, fourth, and a third maybe. That's tough. Okay, so you're uh, you're I don't you're downgrading at quarterback when it comes to value. You're yes. downgrading at tight end when it comes to value, and you're significantly <laughs> upgrading at RB when it comes to value. You can't look at it that way because the the gap between Ramondre and Javante is so big. Right. So it's hard to right. it's hard to judge it like that. But running backs matter the least. Okay, I'm taking Team A because Dak Prescott. Do you want Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence in a first? Dak. Yeah, probably. Say that again. Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence in a first. Let's say 24 first. I had a guy tell me tonight that Russell was better than Dak. I, saw Dak that. And he, I should be paying him to get Russ. Um, so I, I, I'm going to take <laughs> Dak there. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts heavily over TJ Hawkinson. 
I know I I I know you two disagree with me a little bit there. Like no. I know we're all taking Kyle Pitts really. over Hawkinson, but like heavily. I take Kyle Pitts heavily over TJ. Okay, Kyle Pitts good. is so much more valuable than Hawkinson is. Okay, there you go. Kyle Pitts is ridiculous. And yes, we all agree Ramondre is nowhere close to Javante, but I think Javante doesn't really make up the difference between those other two assets. Agreed. Give me the better quarterback. I mean, and the better I, tight end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- I do think. Yeah. Yep. Team A. We'll take Team A. Okay. Nice, nice job, guys. Good stuff. So we, we didn't we did call anyone there. names. We didn't. No, we didn't. We aren't. No, mean you muted humans. me though, like twice or thrice. You definitely deserved it tonight. Like I'm really sorry about that, but dude, you're gonna get over it. <sighs> and you were I'm gonna stuttering. Like, I'm gonna like cry myself to sleep. I know I was a broken record today. I was like crying be... when I said T. Higgins. <laughs> I was a broken record when I was trying to talk about and Jonathan Taylor and Justin <laughs> Herbert. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. And he. You know, Derek Carr puts up numbers. Derek, oh man, he got every time we a say lot of anything put up negative about Derek Carr, he's like, oh, but it, d- Derek d- Carr is my guy. Derek Carr, dude. Derek Carr, if you're listening to this, which we know you do, yeah, he does. Um, please come have like, just come hang out with me. Like, you're such an idiot, dude. You're super cool. We I gotta, really like so you. We, w- yeah. As always, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think about how we broke down these trades. Let us know where we're obviously dead wrong because I'm sure there are some places where we were. Um, let us know where we're right. We're we've got a, right. We've got a locals page. If you check out our website, dynastydomain.com, you can get to join a league there. You can also get to our locals page. It's pretty cheap. Check it out. Uh, we put some good stuff out there. Drop a like if you like the episode. As always, thank you for listening. This has been Dynasty Domain. Dynasty Domain.